Hi guys and welcome back to the PhysioPod. In this episode we're going to look at postural pain. Postural pain is often a bit of a taboo subject of what's good posture and what's bad posture. So we're going to look at all of that in today's episode with a special guest. Hope you enjoy. Hi Matt, how are you doing? Hi, good thank you, how are you? Yeah, good thank you. Um, we actually have a guest with us today. Hello, Fiona. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you guys? We're good, I think. Yeah, we're good. I will dive into the topic and then I might just come back to you where, Fiona, you can just give us a bit of an introduction of yourself. So we're going to talk about postural pain in today's podcast and we're going to have a look at why posture is significant, how it might create pain, and then what's the significance of posture itself. Um, and the reason we've got Fiona on the podcast is that she's actually based within our occupational health um, side of the business. Um, so do you want to just give us a bit of an overview of yourself, Fiona, and just introduce yourself to the listeners? Of course, yeah. So um, I'm Fiona. I'm one of the occupational health physios in the response business. And I'm responsible for looking after the delivery of physiotherapy to our clients, so occupational clients. So um, we've got quite a few big clients across the country that we look after um, their staff. And from a physiotherapy point of view, obviously, we're interested in helping staff with musculoskeletal aches and pains um, and just kind of helping them stay at work if they've got some aches and pains and what how to manage them whilst not having to go off work. And then helping folk that are off work with aches and pains get back to work safely and comfortably. Um, so it is a very physiotherapeutic job that I do um, but with a big strong focus on you know people at work and the kind of jobs that they're doing um, and helping them get back to work. Perfect and uh, well all of that sounds like it's going to be really really useful for the topic we're discussing so I think probably a great place to start would be probably just clarifying what is posture Um so Matt when you think about posture and what it is as an entity uh, what sort of things bring to mind? So I like to come at this from a few different angles. The, the first angle is when, the, when uh, as a physiotherapist, you think about posture in a number of ways. So every position is a posture. So sitting is a posture, lying on the floor is a posture, um, standing is a posture. So from a physio point of view, I, I think of it in a number of different ways like that. As a In, in medicine, it's considered to be um a position and then it's considered in a sort of uh, in a medical diagnostic way and that's how you end up with the word postural pain in that the position you're in is causing you pain and for lay people for for normal people who don't have to consider what the word posture means um they tend to think of it as good posture which is sitting sat up straight um and holding yourself in that sat up straight position but you can, and they think of bad posture as slouching, mm. and I, and I think I think that's how I would, that's how I that's a reasonable place to start. Is there are a number of different ways you can consider posture, um, and and it's when it's good or bad that's the most important. Mm. And, yeah, and it's I think there's part of debunking the myths of what's good and what's bad. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll come to that. I think one thing maybe just to touch on that you came um, that you, you mentioned is about that thing of um, postures just being positioned. Um, so I tend to think about it as almost 
we have static ones, we have dynamic ones. So I think that's another thing that maybe people don't necessarily consider. So ones that you're holding for a position of time or ones that actually you're transitioning in and out of. Um, so do you tend to see it the same sort of yeah. same sort of way? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That that takes it a bit further, I think, um, because it's not only about the position you're in at one moment in time, is it? It's about it's about how you get from one position to another as well, mm. and then the dynamic changes in position or dynamic requirements that you may have. Mm. Yeah, um, Fiona, do you is again do you see it the same sort of way? And I guess also as well, maybe just with that sort of occupational hat on, uh, health hat on, um, you know, is, is it typically people's issues around static postures or dynamic ones or a bit of both? So with us, with us it's a bit of both. I mean, I think when you think of occupational health, you think of um, more static postures, so desk-based working, you know, um, workstation assessments, DSE assessments, that sort of thing. But actually, mm. a part of occupational health that maybe not an awful lot of people know about is that we actually go out onto client premises and actually observe people working in, say, factories, mm. uh, production lines. Um, and so we're looking at their dynamic postures whilst they're working and, you know, whereabouts they might be overusing, um, you know, upper limbs, lower limbs, they might be lifting quite a lot. We're actually observing how they're moving, so observing yeah. their dynamic posture. So in occupational health, it's very much a bit of both. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think think it's then we're starting to get a little bit into how um, posture potentially influences issues or is it even an influence on issues so um, you know maybe if we just start to delve into a little bit of how posture can potentially relate to pain so obviously you've touched on Matt of like it being a diagnostic thing I guess I'm a bit similar to you and I think that I tend to see it more of a thing of if you're in this position, this is probably where the effort's going to be more likely to be, and then that might be correlated to why you've got pain. Is is, is that a is that a way of thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the um, I think the, uh, the for me, when you break posture down even further, it's as simple as you're not strong enough to hold that position, hmm. or in the bits where. Fiona just mentioned the the activity you're doing is loading an area of your body more, mm. and that area of your body isn't isn't using strength to to do that work. It's locking itself up to find a uh, a, a manageable way to get through, as opposed to working strongly on that on that movement. So if you uh, think about that, then uh, what do you feel like a good example of that would be just to sort of put what you've just described into practice? So, you know, um, the the guys that guard Buckingham Palace uh, in the red um, jackets and mm. the big bear hats. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows that they stand super still for long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. And and they are holding a posture and they will do a number of things to make sure they can do that number one they're not super still they're moving their feet inside their boots they're allowing some sway to cope with it and that is using muscles in a very specific way to cope with the requirement of standing super still mm. but they're they're also then able to recover from that guard duty enough to be able to do it again mm. Right. And so that recovery 
aspect is really key. How do you help your body recover from the posture that you're in? Mm. Uh, another way of thinking about it might be um, uh, if it was a, if you were uh, doing a sort of, um, uh, I, do you know what? I'm doing the action. I'm not getting the words out. <laughs> I'm doing the action. Can everybody see that? No. What's the action? <laughs> when you work on a on a on a line whereby your job is quite specific, um, and you're asking, you're picking things off that line to uh, that automated line to 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 put them somewhere else. That would yeah. be a repeated action all the time, yeah. uh, and your body may have to work that muscle strongly and repeatedly and have good endurance in those muscles yeah. but often people haven't prepared for that work and i think we're starting to get into that aspect of you know what's in inverted commas good and bad um you know is that is that something you come up come across a lot fiona with a just that world of work but also then b when you're dealing with you know patients and clients and workplaces well, this good, the words good and bad are very subjective, um, mm -hmm. and this is where I kind of struggle with. When someone says, oh, I don't have good posture, well, what do you mean by good posture? <laughs> everybody everybody is different. I've seen some horrific postures um, in my line of work. I remember going in to do a DSE assessment on a very, very large company in the UK, um, and a chap who worked for this company was literally sitting in his seat so low down at his <laughs> desk that his chin was on the desk. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I, I said to him, are you quite comfortable there? <laughs> and he said, well, not really. <laughs> so obviously what the position that he'd adopted was really not conducive to yeah. um, good working. So we sorted him out and, and lifted him up and corrected his, his posture into what he felt was more comfortable. So it's all about what the individual feels. Are mm. you comfortable in that posture? If you are, then great. But here's a word of advice. Don't stay in it for too long. Yeah. Happy days, you know. So good and bad postures, I'm not massively happy about. It's very subjective to the individual. Um, if if I think that somebody's posture doesn't look great, like, for example, the man with the chin on the desk, then I'm going to suggest something a wee bit different. If you go um, to the extreme, Fiona, you know, um, have you ever watched um, Celebrity SAS or, or SAS Who Dares Wins on the TV on a, on a Sunday night? And they, they go through the selection process and they put people through their paces in SAS type activities. Mm, mm. And then there's a bit where they get they get they go on the they go on the run and they get caught and then they get put into um, positions which stress their body mm -hmm. in order to make them really uncomfortable and in order to to I don't know make them talk or realize mm -hmm. that that they've got to talk or something mm -hmm. like that and um, and I always watch those positions and think do you know what that's that is um, posture at its extreme where you mm -hmm. you're using it to create discomfort mm -hmm. in order to to get people to talk so i suppose in that sense there's a bad posture mm -hmm. and a and a, a a way to make people uncomfortable there's a mm -hmm. recognized way to make people really uncomfortable mm -hmm. um 
and then working from working from backwards from there you would never put them in that position but one of the things about that is it's the length of time that they're in that position for yeah mm. correct correct yeah is there a is there a time that you think people should move in order so, to have good yes. posture you know a good po a good posture is this length of time as opposed to this position so so the health and safety executive recommend that you move every 30 to 45 minutes okay but that doesn't necessarily mean getting up away from your desk and, you know, becoming unproductive. Um, I say to patients, even if you just fidget in your chair, you know, mm -hmm. when you're in your bed, you turn over, you change positions, you move. When you're sitting on the couch watching the TV, you'll, you know, move that leg, move an arm, change positions, switch over to the other hip. You know, you will move and that's that's important, but you're not actually moved away from the situation so it's about fidgeting it's about changing muscle activation changing blood flow all these different things um every 30 to 45 minutes just move all right move your arms move your legs move your trunk move your head um that's what the recommendation is that's a good one isn't it the um the the move every 30 minutes to change the blood flow that's yeah. going around your body instead of it instead of it being all about posture or a position mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. actually just if it's as simple as you're changing the way the blood flows around your body and that can only be a good thing isn't it because it's meant to flow mm -hmm. absolutely yeah i think and also touching on a little bit of um that thing of just 21st century lifestyles are not necessarily conducive to a lot of how the body works um, and I think that is then some of the things that I think about with just the inv in inverted commas, good and bad with lots of things is that actually, you know, you talked earlier, Matt, about do we have the strength in place to be able to cope with what we're asking our bodies to do? Well, actually, a lot of our 21st century lifestyles don't encourage our bodies to be strong. Mm -hmm. um, so then actually then we run into issues then when we're trying to do X, Y and Z activity and actually our bodies just not in a robust situation or scenario to be able to then cope with the, the, the uh, task that we're being asked to do. And I think as we leave this podcast, I'll probably start using the word strength and blood flow because, mm -hmm. because actually it, if you think there's, if you get less blood flow to an area, that's really painful. Mm. Yeah. Which we can just, you know, and as blood returns to an area, that's really painful as well as the repeated long stresses on muscles that are working and then lock up mm -hmm. that's really painful and so I, i'll add the blood flow bit to to the way i talk it about it with people mm. in the future i think there's a degree of kind of this is not a nice word but ischemia in in postures prolonged static postures so if you imagine the typical person at their workstation with the rounded shoulders the head forward you know their muscles in their upper back are going to be very stretched aren't they and mm. if, they, if they sit like that for long long periods of time those muscles getting overstretched becoming possibly kind of a lot thinner than they should be and then the blood flow is going to be compromised trying to get through those tissues isn't it mm, yeah. um, and especially if there's not an awful lot of movement happening in the body you know blood flow is not going to be getting encouraged um around those muscles so um the word ischemia obviously means a lack of blood flow and with a lack of blood flow there's a lack of oxygen mm. and if there's a lack of oxygen your body will create a pain 
as, as a warning sign to you. So the pain in this case would be across that person's upper back, um, mm. you know, those kind of muscles across the back of the shoulders up into the neck. And so typically that ischemic pain is a burning sensation in a lot of patients that I speak to with workstations um, that sit in these positions for long periods of time will report burning pains across their shoulders and their upper back. And yeah. it could very well be because they're in these sustained static postures that they're actually compromising blood flow to their muscles in their upper back and yeah. that's a real that's a real problem and the uh, the 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 sort of if you think about it as well you go from that work if we talk about desk workers or we can even talk about people who lift stuff up but but their hands are below their shoulders and then mm. they leave work and they get in the car and their hands are below their shoulders and then they get home and they put the kettle on and their hands are below the shoulders and they, they yeah. and and it might be the only thing they do in the day that puts their hands above their shoulders is wash their hair. Yep. So yeah, it's absolutely. a real reduced uh you know we've got masses of range of movement in our shoulders for a reason and yet we mm -hmm. don't use it. And yep. that creates pain, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're in a in a job where you're either sitting in a workstation or, like you said, Matt, you know, hands below the shoulders or doing the same movement over and over again, if you then finish your work, go home and don't allow the body to move out with those working zones, mm. then you're not, you know, your body's got no chance. Mm. Mm. You need to you need to move all of your joints through their full range of motion every day. If you can. Which I think is probably a really good sort of point just to, to be finishing on, because I think some of the stuff we've talked about is positions you're almost inevitably going to be in. Um, do you have um, the tools in place, the strength, um, et cetera, to, to cope with that? But then also recognising that if you're going to be in positions and set positions reasonably regularly, it's actually then important to be out of them once you've then got the opportunity to do so yeah the, the i suppose the other bit for me josh is the how do you how do you not get postural pain so the the if we went back through what we've just discussed the mm. first bit could be improve your strength yeah? yeah get involved in a little bit we all we know there's evidence out there for strength training at whatever age so picking stuff up and moving the arms around with a little bit of weight. It doesn't have to be lots. It's just the repeat, repeat that nature, repeat that, those things often. And then there's the blood flow bit and how do you improve blood flow? And so there's, there's things like compression wear. There's, there's things that you could use in daily life. It's not just for being on airplanes. Yeah. And then there's, um, and then there's how do you release muscles that have now locked themselves to cope with a sit with with the with the posture situation well there's other there's things we do uh, at home foam rolling or or stretching or any of these things are useful to make sure that you're ready for the next working day and you're not going to get these pains yeah is there anything else in there fiona that you would give to people or that you would suggest they do to try and recover ready for the next postural effort no, I think you've touched on everything that I would recommend, Matt. It's all about moving the body in the way it's designed to move. Mm. Um, you know, we were built to move and we don't do that enough in this in the 21st century. We we um most of our lives are all kind of sitting or being static in some um 
way. So you, it's all about moving the body. Just get moving. Go out for a walk if you've been sat at a desk all day. Get out for a walk or go and lift some weights. Go and do some movement work, whether that's yoga, Pilates, stretching, foam roll, all the things that you've touched on. Um, you just need to get the body moving. And and once a week is better than no times a week and five minutes absolutely. is better than no minutes. And Yep, absolutely. Perfect. Well, thanks both for your time. I feel like that's a, a good place to finish on. You're welcome. All right. Yep. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Fiona. That was really thanks useful for having to have you me. on. And uh, no doubt people listening found that useful as well. Great. Great. Uh, All right. Well, thank you both. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon. So thanks as always for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then you can find other episodes that we've done at the PhysioPod on iTunes and Spotify. Until then, we'll be back with future episodes and podcasts discussing all the need to know physio topics there are. Until then, take care and we'll see you soon.